When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Need another big third down conversion. Meyer looking to throw. Fires deep down the left side for Blythe, and he has the catch. Tiptoeing the sidelines. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Todd Blythe, his fourth of the day. Unbelievable. All right, Cyclone Nation, welcome to the Meyer to Blythe podcast. I'm your host, Brett Meyer, joined as always by, I guess we'd call you probably the fourth best receiver now since Xavier had the toe, the toe tap touchdown catch last week, um, knocked you down a notch and to four behind Lazard, Akeem Butler, and now Xavier. So number four all time, my co-host Todd Blythe, how you doing? I'm still hungover from Vegas. Uh, four would be, that'd be a, probably a compliment. So thank you for that. If I'm top five still, that'd be, I'd be pleased. No, I think I'm like 11th behind like steel chance. Oh yeah. You had another Iowa record game. come off the board this week. Uh, that's, you know, for me, that's always tough to see. Cause you know, you're, you know, you're my guy. That's my quarterback. Brock is the man. Dude, he was, um, he really he is. He looked well. sharp. He looked really good this week. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's talk about the important stuff though. You, I did not go to Vegas. You no, you bailed. Sorry. I got a pregnant wife. I was trying to be responsible. Um, <laughs> I know it was a tough, it was a tough cancel. Cause we, we booked obviously before we found out we were pregnant and pretty excited and sounds like can it was I, just, can I tell the world the text that, uh, that you, <laughs> that you sent on Thursday morning? What did I say? When you guys made the decisions like, okay, wife's pregnant. The responsible thing is probably stay home. And then you sent out a text to myself and Mylon Moses on Thursday morning (laughs) that said, should I just book a flight and come down by myself? (laughs) So I think the wife would be mad for a couple of weeks, but (laughs) I know it's just like the FOMO. I know it wasn't a real thing, but I, but I could tell that you were already, I, I, I don't even think we had taken off yet, but you were already missing out. I definitely wasn't looking at flights and no, figuring out where not. I was going to figure out where I was going to move after the divorce and all that. <laughs> uh, no, it was uh Vegas was an unbelievable time. I said last week that after the loss to Iowa, it, it took a little, little of the luster, maybe took some of the steam out of going down to Vegas for the trip, but man, I got it all the way back. We're going to win the big 12. We'll probably win the national title this year. I'm not kidding that, like obviously Vegas is fun. Vegas is Vegas. It is what it is. But seeing just Iowa state fans take over that town. And I'm not kidding. Watching 30,000 people like go streaming over the bridge, walking to the stadium all at one time was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I will never forget that. It was, it was, it was pretty awesome. I've heard how was, uh, how was Minneapolis? <laughs> I need to hear more about Vegas because <laughs> so what was, cause I heard like the stadium, is like it'd be terrible if you played for UNLV because there's like no parking, right? 
Yeah, there's not like, much parking around the stadium. Paying, like, how, anyway, a terrible home base. Well, they don't need much parking because I think they said there were like a little over 35,000 people that went to the game, and they're estimating that 30 of them were Iowa State fans. So you don't need a lot of parking when only 5,000 people, actual UNLV fans, go to the games. Yeah, it's a tough spot for them. There's not a lot of parking. The stadium is very cool. Like it's futuristic looking, the shiny, you know, all black. Um, I, I will say, you know, I'm not a Vikings fan, obviously, but the the Viking the new Viking stadium is is cooler, in my opinion. But it was a cool stadium, it was cool to see. And obviously the the cyclones showed out, the fans showed out. So it was uh it was a really, really fun weekend. The new Viking Stadium is a great place to watch a game, but I can tell you that literally every off season, they basically like tear off the exterior and do it over again. They've had to do it the last two years. Really? Yeah. If you drive down there, I think I'm not quite sure. There was something. So like one of, um, one of our friends up here is a lawyer for the construction company that did the stadium or is connected some way. Um, and they just said that there was the material that wasn't like used for the exterior of the stadium. Something was wrong with it or something went wrong. So they've sounds about right for the Vikings. Uh, it's in the, I guess she's like, it's in the budget for, you know, renovations and upkeep, but it just seems like every, every off season, they're just tearing the thing apart. And that's dumb. Yeah. But we're, we're have, losing the plot a little bit. Well, we're talking about the bike stadium. They had a bunch of birds that just died because they kept flying in the windows and stuff too. That was awesome. But uh, Vegas, the Vegas stadium did have that. It was pretty cool. On one side, it was like all windows, like a concourse level with a big bar. And you could yeah. look out and see like downtown Vegas, which is cool. But um, yeah, the, the stadium was cool. But I mean, just like, I cannot say this enough times, just walking the strip or being down on Fremont street and everywhere you look, you see, you know, five, eight, 10, 12 cyclone fans standing around or walking down the street together and, and just saying, go stay to each other as you pass on the street. I mean, it was, it was just, it was so cool. And Mandalay Bay was completely overrun with, with cyclone fans. Uh, yeah. so it was, uh, I did hear that, that we almost drank Mandalay Bay out of beer completely. Um, the only reason we didn't, I think is because they didn't have enough staff working. And so the lines were really long. If people could get the beers that they wanted, we'd have drank them out of beer for sure. How, they did uh, run out of Coors Light, like the, on on Friday, I think it was. We were out of the pool and, and getting buckets of beer, and they ran out of Coors Light. So, or that I was Saturday, I like guess. The most simple, basic drinkers. It's funny. Coors Light, <laughs> Bush Light. They it. didn't have Bush Light in Vegas. It was like Vegas never heard of Bush Light. I almost, I almost turned around, and flew home. Just furious. <laughs> did, you win, did you win any money? How'd the bets go? Uh, I mean, net like net wise, probably net not, net <laughs> you know, we had, we had little pockets of winnings here and there when, you know, you walk away from the table and you'll be up. Oh, overall, like net, we're probably down. We're, we're probably not where net, we want to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, my wife did better than me, which is pretty standard. It's the most frustrating thing. She sits down to play blackjack, doesn't follow any of the rules. Um, you know, hits when she shouldn't doubles when she shouldn't splits when she should one bad and walks away, you know, with a couple hundred dollars every time she does it. So, but you know, we, we share a bank account, so I can't be mad about that, but Mm -hmm. does she know about your burner account or no? Well, that's what I gambled with all week. So (laughs) no, uh, I, I will say this also for anyone that's never been to, um, never been to Vegas. You know, the strip is awesome. That's where all the tourists go and and it is cool. It's unbelievable to see, but the, like my recommendation, and this is the first time I ever did it. 
the first night we went down with, uh, with Chris Williams and his wife, um, to Fremont street. And it was Fremont street is where it's at. That's the place to go. I mean, there are some absolute freaks walking around down there and doing little shows on the road or on the street, but, uh, Fremont street is that's, that's the spot to be for sure. Yeah. I saw my, my Facebook feed was overrun with obviously Iowa Staters that were out there and there was, you deserve it. May not going. may have been uh may or may not have been a, um, two women dancing in basically nothing like stickers. <laughs> yeah. Stickers. And there was one time where, yeah, it's exactly that. They have some, you know, some band-aids, well-placed band-aids. And then one of them had like a, a nun's, I don't know what you call it hood or whatever. So that made me a little uncomfortable, but it's not the uh, most attractive. It was like a, it was like a Warren County quality. Yeah. They weren't, they weren't tens. That's for sure. Warren County's full of nine, eight to nines for sure. But, uh, no, Love Fremont street's Warren awesome. County. Cause the, the beers aren't like 18 bucks. You can get a $4, $5 beer. You can sit down and play $10 blackjack. It's not 25, $30 tables everywhere. Like the strip. Um, so Fremont is definitely, that's my vibe. That's, that's the spot to be, uh, you know, I, the strip's cool, but Fremont's where it's at. Vegas needs to get in on like the, like the new Year's six rotation. That makes yes. way more sense. And like, Hey, you want to come to Orlando, Dallas? Nobody wants to go to Dallas. Like put the game in <laughs> Vegas. Think about how many more people would go to that. Well, yeah. I mean, look at, look at what this was. And part of this was Iowa state one. We travel really, really well Two, We had our best year probably in history last year, went to our best bowl game at least. And nobody could go to it. So there was some of that hangover that people, yeah. you know, felt like they got cheated out of going to the bowl. game. Exactly. We yes, got cheated out of that last yeah. year. So people were making up for it. Um, but then three, it's just, it's Vegas. It's, it's a good excuse to go to, to a road mm-hmm. game. Um, and it was, it was worth it. I mean, on top of all the Vegas stuff, and I could sit here and talk all night about how, how much fun we had in Vegas and how cool it was with all the Cyclone fans. Like, let's talk about the game a little bit. Like the Cyclone, we looked good. We looked good on offense. We knew we'd look good on defense. We actually looked good on offense for the first time this year, which was, that's why I'm all the way back in, you know, it's big 12 or bust national title or bust, you know, we want Bama, that kind of thing. Well, we won by 45 Bama won by like three. So yeah, for comparing, like exactly. Just look at the look at the numbers. I'm a big there's analytics an, yeah. guy. There's now, an, obviously we're better than Bama. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any context that needs to be explored at all. Like we not are at better, all. So. Um, I did watch the game. I watched it from um, a Quest yeah. Where'd you Love watch it from? Concert on your phone at a Quest Love concert. Well, it was like <laughs> I don't know if you call it a concert, but there was um the a Walker VIP Art private Museum. showing. Yeah, the Walker Art Museum here in Minneapolis. My sister-in-law, my wife's sister works there. And she's like, well, if you're not going to Vegas, you can come to our fundraiser. I'm like, no. She's like, well, Quest Love is performing. I'm like, I'll back be Back so, and we're it back. Was, um, <laughs> it was cool. He definitely knows what crowds he's playing to. He had that place. Uh, it was uh, it's an eclectic crowd, the art community. We'll say that. Oh, uh, I, I can only imagine. Yeah, it was... Um, there was like a silent auction. Somebody paid $400,000 for this mirror, which is interesting. Um, huh. Was it Pottery Barn? Thing. Yeah. But there was another painting. That, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm like a snob when it comes to art because you're just like, I don't get it kind of a thing. There was a couple of things in there. It's like $50,000. feel like a sn- an art snob are the people that like the well, You know it. what I mean. Like, I'm <laughs> ignorant to art. There you things. go. Yeah. Yeah. Ignorant to it because there was a couple of things in there. Like some painting looked like a fourth grader did it. And it was like 60 grand, not even in general. Unreal. Crazy. But 
whatever. It'll probably be worth a million dollars in 20 years. So who knows? But um, I did watch the game a little bit. I mean, I just had my phone in front of me and just checked in and could see basically very early on that uh, UNLV was not a good team. Probably one of the um, just not a good team. We played UNLV Pretty poor. years Pretty ago. poor on we both sides of the ball. Better then, and I think, yeah, it's, um, but it was good for us. I think that's a nice kind of primer heading into big 12 play to kind of knock the cobwebs off after, especially offensively. Yeah. Get a little confidence on that game. side yeah, of the ball. Get, out, get, the, get some confidence going, get some different guys in the game. We saw, you know, some of our young talent that came in and, and did some nice things. So I think, I think it was all good. Most importantly for, for Brock and our offensive line to finally have some cohesiveness and just have some, some positive, you know, some positive feelings. I will say that probably would have liked to have seen Brees get going a little more. Yeah, that kind of surprised me a little bit that he didn't just feast on their defense. But, you know, 21 carries, 100, 100 yards and two TDs. Uh, you know, it's because we have Brees Hall and we see what he can do. But, you know, we shouldn't be upset about that. And I'm not upset, but I, I, I would have – it wouldn't have shocked me if he would have gone for 150 or something like that. Yeah, I would agree. And I just – I don't we, – we didn't need that from him. Uh, no, but it's good to didn't. see guys like, you know, Dion Silas, who's – Yeah, that was nine. a – that was a really like nice surprise. And I guess um, he had a couple carries or a couple touches in the game before. Um, but yeah, seeing him run around him, he's not big at all. He's a little dude, but he is, mm-hmm. you know, he's quick as lightning run around. He's, he looks like he's just, he can make some exciting plays for us, which would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, what'd you yeah, think of Brock? Know. how do you think Brock played? Well, from what I saw, it just seemed like he was very decisive. You know, it's kind of a, um, I feel like he's just playing downhill. Like he was very confident, quick decisions. Uh, they moved him around a lot, got him outside the pocket. There was zip and you're playing. I mean, he, he's, you know, he's an Arizona kid. He's used to playing and comfortable in the setting and you're in this, this dome on, you know, probably the best surface you're going to play on all year. And what's that field turf? That's not, I'm not even talking. I'm just saying it looks like it was like <laughs> the perfect turf on TV. This looks like pristine. So, yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be the new stadium, latest and greatest. So. Yeah, I just say he was comfortable. He looked great. I thought that's exactly what we want to see, and kind of like again a good primer because you want to feel good going. To, you know, it's kind of almost a tale of two seasons, right? I mean, you get the first kind of non-conference out of the way, and then now you're into into what matters. I think it's this is probably my favorite time of the year outside of week one is when you get through kind of the riffraff and the non-conference, and, and when everybody's playing their conference slate, and it's just better football. It's better matchups, and yeah, you know, it means Baylor, something. Yeah. It means some Baylor's a team that, you know, typical Baylor. I don't know if they've ever played anybody worth anything in the non-conference, even when they had, you know, the honorable art Bryles down there. Great. Yeah, guy. What a guy um, just a stand up human. Okay. He, he can call some offense though. Huh, Todd? Yeah. But even he when can, he can sling it a little humming, bit, but when they were humming down there, their non-conference was like what it, what, what it was this year. Right. I mean, they played, I think they played Texas state. They played, Texas, Texas State, Tux, Texas Southern, and then they've already yeah. played a Big 12 game. They and they've played, played Kansas, Kansas yeah, which so, doesn't yeah. count. Yeah, but then if you look at um, their scores, I mean, opening the year, 29-20 or whatever it was, I mean, that's we can't really say much. We beat UNI 16-10, so I'm not going to harp on them for beating a – I don't know if Texas State is Division One or FCS, but – oh, wait, they do play BYU, so there's an on – well – a non-conference conference challenge for them, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little intro for BYU, BYU. Yeah. They've played a couple big 12 yeah. opponents, haven't they? Or will yeah, this they, year. 
you know, they they were favored and won those games. They're ranked 15th, but yeah, I mean, we just don't know a lot about Baylor. I think Dave Arnada, you know, LSU defensive coordinators at Wisconsin prior to that is, uh, you know, ran some good defenses. You know, I think he's probably finding out that, you know, Matt rule, I think was the perfect coach for them. Yeah. To, to dig them out of the grave a little bit at Penn state. Yeah. Just to kind of be that, Hey, I know I'm going to the NFL. I want to be head coach there, but you know, I'll come here and you'll pay me 5 million bucks and I'll take some L's and get your program back kind of in the, you know, kind of in the green, if you will. And, um, he did that. He, he's, he's a great coach and instilled some toughness and they've got some good players. They're always going to have speed. It's Baylor. They're going to yep. have a, a track That's guy or two that can fly on the outside. And we should expect that. But I'm, I've seen enough from our defense to know that I'm just not concerned about that side of the ball ever. Nah. Nope. Um, especially with, you know, a quarterback. I know they got this Bohannon kid who's playing for him and, you know, Texas State, Texas Southern KU. This is, I mean, it's going to be, and I'm sure they know that and they're talking about it, but I, I fully expect our defense to have a big day. Yeah. And I think I'm not worried about our defense at all. And I'd be lying if I said I knew anything about Baylor other than looking at their stats and seeing the, you know, the yards and the numbers they put up. Um, to be honest, I'm still, you know, working off the Vegas hangover, um, both you know, literally the hangover and then all, you know, detoxing and then also, um, digging out of missing two days of work. But, uh, just to go back to our, our offense, which I think is going to be, you know, what our whole season hinges on in every game. Um, I mean, Brock was, I think you said the, the perfect word to describe him. He was just decisive and, and it's probably, he's getting clear pictures against a bad football team, like, like UNLV, but the ball came out of his hand quickly. It was on time. He threw, he showed some zip. He threw some deep, some deep outs and stuff that the, the ball that, uh, the Hutchinson caught where he totes tapped in the end zone was a great ball. Um, the seam ball, um, you know, that he threw for a touchdown, uh, to Kohler was uh, just a great ball. It was right on time and, and just hit him in stride. I, I thought I, I, I would love to think of a better word than you did, but you did. I can't, I mean, decisive was just the perfect word to, to describe him that night. That's 21 of 24. Yeah, exactly. I don't even know hundred percent what it means, but 21 of 24 for 288 yards and three TDs. I mean, that's what we're looking for out of that kid. He's a, he's a fourth year starter. He's got, you know, every record in the books. He's, you know, you're not even, you're not even in there anymore, which again, really, really hurts. And that's too bad, but uh, that's exactly what we need out of him is just to be efficient and make the plays that are there in front of him. That's exactly what he did. Um, I thought it was, it was really great to see. I mean, we know what we can't, what we have in, in Xavier Hutchinson. I think he's kind of a proven commodity at this point. Um, Charlie Kohler came alive. Uh, it was great to see another receiver step up. I thought Joe skates made some great plays, some really nice catches. You know, he's got a little juice after the catch, which is nice to see. We had a Sean Shaw, uh, sighting, which was nice. Just one catch, but it's for 15 yards. So it was, it was good to see him get involved. Um, and then just a bunch of guys with one catch, they spread the ball around pretty well, but, um, I, I was really pleased to see the Joe skates thing to just to add another threat on the outside for us. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I can't really say much about Baylor cause I have watched zero film again. I know their offense put up numbers, but they played high school teams so far. Uh, that's including the Kansas Jayhawks. Um, so I, as long as our offense is, is, you know, comes out and, and does what they're supposed to do. And we run the ball. Okay. We're going to be fine. Our defense is going to keep us in uh, and put us ahead in a lot of games. Yeah. I mean, Baylor's averaging 323 yards on the ground so far. Now, again, their competition, Ooh. but that, I mean, that's something that giving up 11 points a game, 
So you got to, that, that's something that's, you, know, you, you run for 300 yards a game. You got a good scheme and, you know, we could, we've. And at least competent up front. They're not going to hurt themselves and beat themselves. So no, they're not, we're not going to have run throughs with linebackers and stuff like that. So we're going to have to line up and, and match up and play, you know, play sound, tough defense. So they'll, you know, they'll hit one on you. So, but again, I, I trust our D coordinator. I trust our veteran defense. So. Yeah. I mean, they, that's what they're going to try to do. I don't know if they're going to try to line it up. And because when you have somebody like a Will McDonald, he, you can't block him. He's unblockable right now. And he's going to be at oh, He's going to disrupt their pass game. And so I think they're going to come out and see if they can run it and quarterback run game and just kind of mix in, do what they do and, you know, see what they can, see what they can come up with against our defense. But I I'm confident in the game. Brock's going to have to, again, you hear coach Campbell say this, this is one of my favorite new quotes. I think it's so, it, it's so important as your A players got to get A's, you know, you can't have Todd Blythe out here with C minus games. Cause he's got mono. You're just That's not like even the, showing up. You bring that up like every episode. There's know, no, like, there's nothing funny. I can do about that. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, I got mono as a, <laughs> was that my junior year? Yeah. Our junior year. Todd's out today. Like what's wrong with him? He's got mono. What? <laughs> what a stupid reason to miss games. Sorry about that guys. Um, yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. That's a great quote. A players got to get A's. Um, and they at least can't get C's, you know, as long as they, they do, you know, what they're supposed to do. Um, I, I think we'll be fine in this game and, and every game moving forward. Um, one other thing I do want to say, uh, just regarding Vegas. So, so we got, uh, so the Williams and the, and the blooms and us, we went to, the Michael Jackson, uh, Cirque du Soleil show, which Chris texted me about it. And he's like, you know, I'm, I'm not really, it's not really my thing, but the wives really want to go. I was like, Oh, this is my thing. I'm fired up about this. It was, it was 90 minutes and it was the loudest, like brightest thing that I've ever been a part of. It was very cool. Could have been 45 minutes, but it was very sweet. Uh, so, so I will say that just a little anecdote from, uh, from Vegas, um, that we had Michael Jackson screaming at us as, as loud as you could possibly, uh, as the volume can go up, um, for 90 minutes one night, but it was fun, man. I, again, Vegas was just an absolute blast. So I, you know, it, it just, the only thing cooler was if my best friend could have been there. Well, I'm not your best my, friend. Mylon my, Moses. Mine was there. I think his, <laughs> Actually, he was there. Yeah, he yeah. was on a very different trip than uh, than than I was. He was there for yeah. He was there for for one of our old roommates' bachelor parties. Yeah, he was there for a bachelor party. Yeah, he was. I so, mean, yeah. he was just poolside, and they might have went to a couple clubs and something. But what pool did they go to? <laughs> we love Mylon. <laughs> he went to the. I think they were at the Wet Republic pool. Yes, My, yes. Mylon texted me as I was like, "Hey, what y'all doing?" He's like, "I'm at the Wet Republican pool." So, <laughs> which, which that, you know, Mylon and Ferg and Jay Hay and those guys, I don't know if the wet Republican pool would have been where they wanted to be, but no, uh, rep, so, wet but... Republic sounded like a good time, but yeah. no. All right, man. That's all I got. Vegas was a blast. It was so much fun to see everybody out there. The, oh, the charter fight flight was so cool. Cycling fanatic, um, the flight out there, beers on the plane. Um, you know, every is the rowdiest, most fun plane. You can be with your mask on, on Mr. Non-compliant. Well, you know, if you're actively eating or drinking, you can take your mask down. I was, so I just made sure I was actively drinking the entire flight. Um, and then cycle fanatic shout out, uh, you know, shout out cycle fanatic, um, took care of us, uh, the first day we were there. So I got some beers around the pool and hung out with, uh, with all the cycle fanatic people. So it was fun. It was just so much fun to, again, see everybody. 
And I know that I mentioned this at the top, but seeing 30,000 Iowa state fans in Cardinal gold walking over the bridge all together. I mean, it looked like, looked like a just zombies taking over a city. It was like the walking dead going over the bridge over to the, the stadium, but it was just so cool. And then to see the the football team, the offense show up and, and show out like they did uh, just a great trip. So Brett, I'm sure quest love was sweet, but you missed out, buddy. Next time plan your pregnancies better. We will Todd. We'll plan them around um, Iowa state playing at UNLV. So I don't know hey, why you wouldn't. We already decided we're, we get a sick bowl game. We're going. Be sweet if it was in Vegas again, but no, we got to play in Dallas. <laughs> Let's go to the Cotton Bowl. You break. Put it in Vegas. Rose Bowl. Then it needs to be whatever bowl game you call it in Vegas. Then New Orleans. I saw a projection that had us playing Texas A&M in the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. I'd be up for that. Let's do it. Have we ever played AM before and had any success? Oh, I, I can't, know, I can't remember. Four touchdowns and um, everybody back oh my gosh. Did I? Uh, all right, let's wrap. That's <laughs> all I got. Vegas was awesome. Team looked good. Baylor sucks. They're literally the worst team um, there is. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, they're still paying for the sins of, uh, of, of past bears, but uh, that's fine. Baylor sucks. They're the worst. Um, let's go out and get another one. Get to uh, get to three and one here. Absolutely. I like it. Cycle of nation. Go USA in the Ryder Cup. Todd's probably team Europe. Oh, absolutely. The Ryder Cup this week. That's right. You look like you are. You probably do. You look like you're from like Northern Ireland. Big Tyrrell Hatton fan. Tyrrell. <laughs> Big Tyrell. Lee Westwood Tyrell. guy. Victor Hovland's going to go nuts in the Ryder Cup. Do we want to have a, a golf segment here? That'd be wonderful. <laughs> we don't. We absolutely don't. But Okay. That's all I got. Everybody. All right, Cyclones. Be safe. Go State. Go Cyclones. See you next week.